I am an idiot. <laughs> I will I take that. I will take that for now, but I will have to double down. And I will raise you. I am a conversation. How's it going? You're tuned in to Catch Up Sessions with Mark Laguna. As promised, this is the season where we get to, quote unquote, travel all over the world, care of fun conversations with people from east to west. Next stop, though, is actually a trip down under, as we get to hear from Patrick all the way from Tasmania. It's that little island south of Melbourne. Happy eavesdropping! The best time to catch up is now. Catch up sessions. Are you ready? <laughs> so we're with Patrick from Tasmania. Patrick Chung. Am I saying your name right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I was born. I was born in Tasmania, so I don't speak Chinese. I don't know. Warm up round. So how do we know each other? Why don't you? Sure. So I think it was in would have been August. Specific. Um, 2019, yeah? Yeah, August 2019. So not that not that long ago. I was going for my first trip to Europe. Wanted to spend two and a half months abroad and um I found some cheap flights and um stopping off in Singapore airport. The best airport ever, by the way, I should add. Tangy. Yeah, yeah. Really good, except that one time that I almost died there. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another story. Well, yeah. Um, there's an awesome app. There's a really awesome app called Couch Surfing. And I didn't realize when I booked the flights, but the layover in Singapore, so I was flying to Athens, the layover um, time in Singapore, I think I got there at two in the morning and I was departing 22 hours later. Wow. Almost a full day of fun. Overnight. So I literally, yeah, I literally, like, I was like, I, I, I found out afterwards, like that is the best airport to have such a layover because there's like places. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, a movie. Yeah. Watching movies for free. Um, lots of food options and shopping options like it's it's an awesome place so i i and i got to figure out i got to um go on that tour that they do that all right right hour, which, was, which was nice to get out but um i didn't yeah i would definitely like to see um it was it was very fast paced so would have liked to have spent more time out there anyway um yeah so kind of i had downloaded this app before and it's got a hangout feature the, the idea is like, see who's in the area, <laughs> who wants to hang out. And turns out it's not a, bla- not a bad place, the airport, to run into other people using couch surfing. And, um, I guess so. I mean, if you have a 22-hour layover. Oh, my God. And um, if and on the same day uh, someone else happens to be there early because they wanted to see the jewel. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. So I went in, I guess, four hours earlier versus flight time. When I saw it, I didn't yeah. imagine it would be uh, a fast sneak peek because there was nothing else to do apart from like... It wasn't your first time there, was it? With the jewel, yes. Uh, oh. So, I mean, that's why. That's the whole reason. But then I also really like hanging out in 
the Singapore airport just because, uh, as you mentioned, many things to do. So actually, connected to that, what were we doing the last time we saw each other? Or mm. short of saying, when did we last catch up IRL? IRL. Oh, I guess it was, it's funny because you kind of bookended the trip. So I saw you at the start of going to Europe and I saw you my last in my last destination, which was Berlin. You were planning a trip too, I think, right? As um, it turns out, it's just a place to be in Berlin. Yes, it was, it was, it was cool because it was like we talked we talked about like the different things like you were kind of like oh what, what are you getting up to in, in um in europe and i was like oh i thought about this and these are the places i'm visiting and hoping to see these people and then i guess you got the you got the the follow-up in the end and um yeah you got to see the before and after so Indeed. that was the last in real life um, yes yes yeah. the funny thing about that is you did mention i'm the sandwich uh, the start was, so what's the deal with this uh, Europe adventure? Why are you doing it? And then yeah. you gave your philosophical answer of, which I still remember to this day. What, you know, you find you, someone or you find yourself when you travel, something along those lines, or you discover something about yourself. <laughs> you just said you remembered it and then you're like, oh. No, <laughs> I, not, fine, not verbatim, but. You get the gist. So I did confirm towards the end of it that we saw each other again. So what exactly did we find out about self, others? And that was an interesting thing. I'm still thinking about like what I learned on that trip. I think it was a lot of half lessons. Half lessons? Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of half lessons. It's an intro. So it yeah, doesn't yeah. have to oh, end. Yeah, I mean, you could you could say that. It's like, oh, yeah, I saw a bit of Paris, but I only found it. I only found out like the the part that I wanted to see on the night I was leaving. So mm-hmm. I only I need to go back and rediscover it. And right, right, right. Really That's it. a good way. It's a kickoff. Kind of, kind of like that. So of all of well, we only had two IRLs, but then multiple online. What is the most memorable time? Oh, I would say like the fact that we still talk every two weeks. I think it's been consecutively, just about so far. So far since um. I, I want to say straight after, yeah, it was straight after Berlin. So around mid uh, early, early November. So it's now 1st of May, 2020. So we've been like catching up and that every two weeks since then. And it's like, um, yeah, it's been nice to kind of, initially it was kind of like goal oriented. Yes, we, we were we were doing like, what is your goal for the next two weeks? Yeah, that I mean that, that lasted a while, but it now did, it's just it like did. Kind of catch, just, yeah, I've still I've still gotten better. Obviously, they're kind of these bigger, loftier things, and and yours is like I guess the podcast, which is, you know, it's so not like it's kind of just maintaining. We can still it's say right. there was progress from all of that. For sure, for sure. I mean, I you know, I'm still writing down the things that, um, like one of the goals. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, it was like eating wise. Like, what are you eating? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm eating a lot of trash. Yeah, so <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm still checking up to say, huh? send, me the, send me the photo of the food. Okay, and, you only, so I, and you only send me the really good ones. By what? good, I no, mean the I sent you, you so many chip packets. Yeah, that was like two chip photos. I was like, okay, but that's not the main meal. So, so sidebar, you started at 80-20, 80 unhealthy, oh 20 boy, not. Oh boy. You don't want to know. After three months, maybe, when we had that talk, 
Where are we now? We're like three months. Yeah. What is the ratio? The same. <laughs> no, 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 actually. And let me think about that. Maybe halfway. No, most of April. Most of April, I was getting up because um, for two weeks of April, there were holidays. Uh-huh. Um, I was getting up that, really late. And okay, I was that's always an excuse not, not to eat healthy. No, 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 listen, no, listen. I, I, um, I would get up late. Okay. Uh, maybe 10. I would do yoga. I would do like all these activities up until like lunchtime. So I wasn't eating until later. And that's when I would eat breakfast. And so essentially I was having like two main meals and doing a lot less snacking. I found that I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the effects of food on mental health, but like I was eating a lot less junk. And it was good for you. I think it was, I think it was coinciding with like the exercise and stuff. Cause I was okay. like, you know, okay. good routine aside from the actual hours I woke up and, went to bed it was a good routine and um i was feeling a lot better and i was feeling good about myself but i probably wasn't doing i kind of go in and out of these cooking phases where i'm like yeah i've got time i'm gonna just like really cook all these different types of things and and right now i'm just in a bit of a slump so i'm like not eating as, as much junk but i'm also kind of not cooking as much either so it's like yeah I think it's I think it's better than before, but it's quite similar. All right, I will go with uh, seventy-eight twenty-two. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get into getting to know you from you. So I am giving you space for only three statements huh. that will answer the question: Who is Patrick Chung? Well, the first one is i am an idiot (laughs) i will take that i will take that for now but i will have to double down and i will raise you i am am currently in a state of flux but essentially that's i'm in a state of flux Yeah. yeah oh okay movement flux um in the stage of my life where it's a lot of a lot of change, I think. And um, number three, hopefully, I'm working towards a a life where, like, a, in the end, I've just got a garden and I'm growing vegetables. And in Italy, maybe in Italy, maybe. Uh, I mean, have you have you tried the tomatoes there? They they taste really good. I haven't been, so <laughs> maybe you haven't been. Did you say you haven't no. been? No, that wasn't part of my uh, Europe stop. But that wasn't the first time you. No, okay, no, no it just surprised me because I was like, I used to say, I used to say that um, I I'm not well travelled at all. I've never been anywhere. And then after last year, I feel like I have to take back that statement. Well, the statement can change. Yeah, yeah, because I felt like I was so compared to everyone else, not like just not well travelled. But look, look at you now. I mean, that doesn't count. You cannot it's say I am well traveled <laughs> because traveled. you only had three. So you say that you're an idiot. You are in the state of flux and that uh, you are working towards this goal to be in retirement, maybe. To be growing veggies and growing yes, my own yes. veggies. So why don't you pick one and please elaborate. What do you exactly mean by that? Uh, okay, I'll pick the last one. So... Currently, I am the last person you would find in the garden growing your own veggies. 
whenever mum tries to get me in the garden, well, first of all, we don't even have a garden, but whenever she tries to get me in there, it's to like weed. And that is just not something I enjoy doing. Not smoke weed, but weed out weed. Sorry, weeds, like, you know. <laughs> I know, I know. Just have to be clear with these things. Oh, yeah, this is a PG. I feel like I don't eat that well. I'm not much of a cook. Okay. Um, and, like, I've only just, only just, like, got a taste of organic foods. And I kind of equate that, this romantic idea of, like, growing your own produce or your own, like, kind of foods to kind of live off and like to you know part of a bigger picture of like taking life a lot slower and more considerately i feel yeah as i as i mentioned with the previous point like i feel like um these days i haven't got a solid sense of identity kind of like moving around lots of different passions um kind of fast-paced i think we're i guess all of us are trying to find a way to settle down Mm. and um kind of just calm ourselves from just the hustle and bustle of life. And I, and I really like that idea of just being able to say, well, I've seen everything that I wanted to see or um, I've had enough excitement and I'm ready to just like live a calmer, more considered, just slower life. And I think that was, that was um, something someone in Italy actually said to me. They were like, you know, we travel so that we can find a place to settle down. Um, and that was pretty cool. So with, uh, I know it's still a work in progress because that's uh, what you just said. So far though, what are you most proud of? What am I most proud of? Oh, I guess, I, you know, you kind of equate the things that you're proud of tend to be the things that you, you feel like are a big accomplishment and, mm-hmm. and things that maybe you didn't necessarily expect you were able to accomplish. See it as, as above you or this big task you know, some, some of your proudest moments are those types of things. And sometimes they're just really small things. So I haven't really, <laughs> this is just me <laughs> saying that I'm stalling. <laughs> like, I'm not sure which one I'm going to pick, but um, I guess big things I'm proud of would be, like, I never thought I'd be able to travel. I always saw it, like, by myself, travel by myself and make my way around. And yeah, yeah this sense big feet, yeah, 2.5 yeah. months. Yeah, and that's obviously relative to me because um, some people wouldn't say that as a big thing, but like... That and was... yet you'll have a bigger chunk of the population who haven't even traveled by themselves. So again, yeah. relative... Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, no, but it was like jumping from this, this place where, you know, now when people say, now when people, like I tell people like, yeah, I, I traveled by myself, they're like really in awe. They're like, oh, wow, I can't believe you did that. Oh, I, I could never do that myself. And yeah. and I was like that. And um, and I guess I still am. Like I still see someone above me who's like maybe they're hitchhiking or maybe they're, you know, backpacking across many continents and they're, li- they're like traveling for years on end or whatever. And I, and I see that as like, well, that's like insane. Mm-hmm. How could you ever do that? But I've gotten to a stage of where, I'm comfortable doing something that I wasn't before. Like I, I used, I would have thought like, this is crazy. And then it turns out it's really not crazy at all. So that's like, that for me is something really special. And like, when I think about it, it's pretty cool, but yeah, then you can talk about like smaller things you're proud of that you kind of things you overlook. And I guess they just be things like, I'm really proud that I, got to go to school and the fact that I had the, um, the attitude that I did 
to get me to where I am now, which is something I often take for granted. But like, I feel like I really, like it was, it wasn't um, this crazy, really intense period of time in my life. And I'm not saying like I was crazy smart either on the other end, but like, um, I'm surprised because, as I said before, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, so, but uh, for one, you, it's you, kind of you, funny. It's kind of funny. Right. You don't give up. How it came out? Huh? I, or you've never given up yet. <laughs> I'm just correcting my statement. Uh, yeah. And you have a system down, you know, to be able to keep on improving. So I would say that is indeed something that not a lot of people have. That's definitely something to be proud of. But I want you to actually give us a double down on this. I'm an idiot comment. Why would you call yourself one? And then. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I should have said like a fool because probably that's a better, that's a better, um, more, it better encapsulates the idea that I'm going for. But essentially I don't, um, I'm trying to get away from this, this idea of having to, having to be cool all the time or having to be, you know, be seen in a certain way, like I never let my guard down mm-hmm. and I'm always like on point or I've never made mistakes or I'm infallible or whatever. Um, and so often you'll see me making a fool of myself or laughing mm-hmm. at myself or um, just being stupid and, and making light of the situation. And I think that kind of, that is like a manifestation of, well, that's, all, that's also something I try not to, that's something I try to be more of. I could try to lean into that because I associate it with um, not caring. And I think that's important. I don't want to care about how other people perceive me so much as how I perceive myself. And I think I'd rather perceive, my, perceive myself as like easygoing and just taking things in your stride and knowing that, you know, mistakes like everybody makes them and, and it's mm-hmm. important too because it's a huge source of learning and growth. So I'm like, you, you know, you can choose to hold on. You can choose to like um, fight for your limitations or you can choose to, you know, say certain things about yourself. Like you can choose to identify with different traits that you may or may not possess. Another way of looking at it is, you know, emotions or, or things pass through you and they happen to you. So like, oh, I was behaving um, angry um, in that certain situation. You can say that or you could rephrase it as I am an angry person. Mm. You know, you can choose to, and I think it's, I think it's more empowering to really be careful with the, (laughs) with the labels you give yourself. That's right. Because you're not Um, one thing. Fool is more poetic, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a good, there's a good quote there, but I'm going to, I know, Uh, but it's really just releasing yourself from the arbitrary pressures of the world and the society around you. Yeah. I mean, it's also, it's also like a, an ideal, it's like something to strive for. Obviously it's self-deprecating. You can see it that way, but it's, you know, it does have a lot of negative connotations, but Mm -hmm. um, trying to see the good in it. Time for a break. But when we come back, more on what it's like living like a fool. (laughs) 
There's always a reason to catch up. Catch up session. Yeah. So around and, uh, yeah. which time period in your life did you embrace this mentality of saying, okay, uh, those are their expectations, but allow me to just, you know, make a fool out of myself seemingly, but in reality, you're living a fuller life, I would think. I mean, like this, as, as I said, like I'm still striving for this. It's not something mm-hmm. that I'm have um down pat um but i think in more recent years maybe probably 2016 as early as then i think i started to have a really hard time transitioning from or i like i took a gap year after i finished high school and then i started uni in 2016 i guess that transition was quite hard because i was like expecting it to be one thing and it turned out to be another i think then i started to realize how much i suffer from like craving or being addicted to like, you know, being told, you know. That you're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> things like, you know, yeah, like getting getting good marks or, or having things seemingly come easy or, you know, things were a lot tougher. And, yeah, it made, really made me question, like, what's important? Yeah, showed me the dangers of caring too much. Mm. So that's probably the spark. Oh, nice. So when you, you know, did decide on that, and while it's still an ongoing process, as you mentioned, what would you say would be the biggest lessons that you got out of it? Because if, let's say we're talking to someone, just tell me, maybe I should have that mindset. Oh, well, I would just say, think what you want to think. Don't do stuff just because other people told you to. Like mm-hmm. go like you don't have to listen to me to tell you, to tell you to like I don't I don't want to try and convince you. That's exactly what you did also basically right. You didn't think of what others will say. It's not like someone told you and then you had to say yes to something. It's more that you said yes to something. I'm really curious. So when you had that moment of maybe I should stop thinking so much about what others think, how did that change you? What- uh, okay, so it wasn't really an epiphany kind of moment. It was kind of drawn out it was like I read it I read in this book The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer she was like talking about change and how it doesn't come until it hurts enough I guess it really just started to hurt enough for me to realize to be okay first I guess gain a sense of awareness of what was wrong and then you know you're observing over over a period of time and I'm a very slow thinker and it takes me a long time to act or get things done so I was like kind of mulling over this brooding for months. <laughs> and then, and then you know, it would, um, you know, small changes would happen here and there and things would get easier. And I think, that, I think it was all culminating towards the gap year, the second gap year last year, that taking that time off and coming away from that, I feel like my perspective has changed a lot and I'm more readily able to behave. It's not just, it's not just an ideal, it's like, no, this is how I'm. This is how I'm acting, and it's more consistently, like mm-hmm. in li- more consistent and more in line with what those beliefs were. I guess what I'm taking from it is you're becoming more solid with uh, what you want to stand for. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a fashionable thing. It's not like you do it just um, because it's it to be anti-pop. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of very much a, like this. Just makes sense. This is the way forward, and you kind of learn that through getting just like listening to yourself Mm -hmm. and saying like, 
oh, you're, you, maybe you're expecting too much of yourself, that like you're being too hard. Yeah. Um, kind of having a better idea of what those like expectations you are putting yourself under are, as well as where are they coming from? Uh, am I doing this for somebody else? Because some, like the shadow of someone, I don't really know what they look like. Um, is mm-hmm. saying that this is, you know, the expectations of you, or is this something that you actually want to do? Is this how you want to behave? Like you gotta, you gotta do it for you, I think. Yeah. And the other thing that I like is that there's no one magical moment where it all gets revealed. Uh, oh, to your point, it, it continues to evolve even up until today. What would you say that was 2016? It's four years now. How has that evolved over time? How has the the um, this, kind of yeah? The, how is that? I'm a fool. I'm a fool mentality. Let's coin oh. it that for now. Uh, well, how is <laughs> people would just people would just like laugh at me. I remember we were like we'd be on uh, very special memories. 2016, there was like a, a camp that all the first years were on, and like we spent a whole week together. And I was just I was just being myself. Like you know. I really like those those moments where, uh, sorry, those experiences, those bonding experiences where you spend like more than 24 hours with the same group of people and mm-hmm. like you can kind of see how they are at different times of the day and doing lots of different things that you don't normally see just in the classroom or at work or whatever. It was just really funny because <laughs> I would just, I would just do something or I would like trip up or like maybe like we were in the gym, like all playing games and, I think I was like throwing a frisbee backwards and forwards and <laughs> my coordination was terrible and I would just miss every single time or I'd be like, oh yeah, let, give it, pass it to me. And <laughs> I, and like, you know, I might trip. Like I wasn't even trying, but people would just like, you know, point and laugh. <laughs> and, you know, you can kind of take that to me, like take that too personally and be like, oh yeah, I am a bit of a loser, huh? I can't, my coordination is terrible. But like those kind of things, you're just like, oh, this is kind of, they did that and I don't even care. Like this is, okay. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm having mm-hmm. fun. And it just over time kind of being more aware of like, Oh, this feeling inside is like, Oh yeah, but I'm having fun. Even if I'm making mistakes, like this is more important than looking stupid and, and um, what having other people think that I'm this perfect person. And then, yeah, like now it's kind of the case where I, <laughs> I like, <laughs> tell a lot of people like this is what I'm doing I'm kind of anti yeah I'm kind of it feels like I'm going against the grain but really I think everybody wants to do this type of stuff it's really just <laughs> overflowing from within I'm you just, and I'm just enjoying I'm just doing do. stuff that I enjoy yeah yeah talking more about that uh, it's free plug time is there your personal passion advocacy i know you have a lot of dance videos that have yet to be released but <laughs> but where where can people find that i mean i'm not very active on social media or anything like that like i do a lot of music and i do other creative things like drawing stuff but i don't think i've got anything to plug at the moment i'm working on i'm working on releasing a project a music project but it's still in its early stages I would say, so what I would say is um, I would direct you to some podcasts I'm listening to, some other podcasts ah, or some, yes, other, some other books or, mm-hmm. you know, things that I enjoy consuming. So I guess the first thing is, you know what, the first thing is a podcast called Gary Vee. 
So after 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 Marks, I, I don't need to plug you because they're already listening. <laughs> Check out Gary V, which is he's kind of like very intense, but um, he's good for kind of I guess a lot of the stuff I've been talking about, which is kind of that self esteem or actionable types of things. He's an entrepreneur, so it's very business oriented on one hand, but it's also kind of personal as well. Thanks, and then, but uh, before you move forward, side note. Yeah. I remember this also when you first mentioned this podcast to me because Gary V in the Philippines is also a famous singer. So we're like, oh, what? he has a podcast, but no, he's not <laughs> the Filipino Gary V. Apparently. Oh. Uh, okay. So yeah. Vaynerchuk, V-A-Y-N-E-R-C-H-U-K or something. But he, he shortens it to V-double-E just because no one says Vaynerchuk. All right. Gary V with a double E. Yeah. Um, then I would say a book, Brene Brown, which is, she. sorry, she's an author. She's like a shame researcher. You can check out the TED Talk also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can just watch the TED Talk. Um, but yeah, I, I re- revisit her books a lot. And then the third would have to be One Piece. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's an anime fan. Uh, yeah. Should they read it in Japanese? Or is that, sorry, um, it's, a, it's a TV no. show. Maybe if they're watching the anime because, you know, subtitles overdub. But I, I just think there's, I like, if, you, if you're like living like your heroes, like, which is, which is kind of what I want to do. Ah. I, think, I don't know, there's just a lot of cool moments. And I think it's such a great story in terms, like, I'm really into just fiction, I guess, and a lot of, like, imaginative, imagination like a or imagine uh, imaginary stories and stuff but like there's a lot of truth in those wow. stories yeah we will take, no, no, we will no, take no, your no, word okay. for but, it but, but aside from that it's just it's just awesome like the amount of world building and um just cool things that happen all right you see you see someone come from this like small island and then have this huger and huge like bigger effect on the world so bet you bet you weren't expecting that but <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, I bet a lot of people was like, "What? One piece no, is all that?" There's gonna be at least one one listener that's like, "Yeah." yeah. I know, I know, because you uh, you know you never know uh, what people like. Okay, uh, let's wind down this part of the of the fun session. Is where I get to give you interesting situations, and you get to pick one, your choice. Speaking of superhero, why don't we get started with that? Superhero powers. Pick one of two. Will it be the power of invisibility or the power to control time? I'd be more tempted to control time, but I think there's more responsibility there. I probably couldn't handle that. (laughs) (laughs) I just think you like Doctor Who or something. I know. I like save the world 13 million times. Too much for me. So I would have to go invisibility. I see. I see someone still has uh, ways to go with getting responsibility. Next. That is the takeaway, people. Let there be no mistake. It's okay. It's okay. We accept you for who you are. Uh, This is a fun one. Going on the first date, would you pick meeting her guy best friend or that she reads out to you a page in her teenage journal? I mean, let's be honest. Come on. Who doesn't what? like a good, cringy teen journal entry? So you think you will get to know more about this person from the oh, journal wait, what than was from the, the best friend? Oh, I thought, okay. So the, the goal is to get to know them more better. One, one, of, one of the many ways to get to know, at least. Okay, last one. Getting an airplane upgrade, since you talked about your fun travels, 
let's say it's a 13 hour flight. First, you get to stay in the cockpit, but you're standing the whole time. Or you get upgraded in first class together with the Loud Snorers Anonymous Club. I mean, I would have to. I would have to go with the latter. Nothing about the cockpit and standing up sounds like appeals to me. I think I'd be freaked out. But at least with the snoring, like, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, there are movies or all oh, this food or... Um, can I get another, you know, you, you'd have to try it out. You'd have to try it out. Mm. Even if it was your first, it's like the silver lining. It's like, yeah, there was this really loud, like smelly. I, I'm imagining he was smelly. I, I like um, that you judge snoring people. To be smelly and, yeah, also. he's just like making a real shit time. But like, yeah, that was the time I got to be in first class. So like, I huh. think, you know, I think I have to try that out. All right. We'll take that. And I have something to compare it to. Awesome sauce. That will do it for my catch up with uh, Patrick Chung. I'll uh, share more details on where they can check you out. I'll definitely have your Facebook profile up to catch your music or YouTube. Sure, YouTube. sure. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there'll be more on it later. Want to hear more? Be sure to come back soon and save catch-up sessions in your playlist. Better yet, Tell one other person to join you for some guilt-free eavesdropping. As a very special treat, we are capping off this session with original music from our guest. Catch you later. Enjoy. Oh, baby.